Oh, it's on me today. Welcome to the listening show. Not a show you can watch, but a one you can listen to. I hope you're ready to listen. I was just going to let you just figure it you out. You did it. You did it. <laughs> I'm like, episode 69, butt sauce. You're, you're the odd numbers. Wait, no, I'm the odd numbers. 69, that's me. Yeah, 69 butt sauce. You know what threw you. me off is because you called out earlier that it's episode 69 as if you were cognizant of what episode it was, as if it was your turn. That's what made me forget. I ruined it. Well, I kind of said it. This That's is okay. the one episode to say 69 butt sauce. I say 69 butt sauce because of a kitty video. A kitty video? Kitty 0706. Yeah. Famous legendary YouTuber of, of Valhalla. Anyways. When they say that YouTube is all about kitty video videos, that's what it's talking about. Yeah. Cat videos. Yeah. Um, so I, it occurred to me recently, uh, we've been recording and doing a listening show for at least a year. I don't know when that happened. I think it was a few months ago, but it's been at least a year of these now every week. Yeah. And at first I thought, man, that was fast. Like we it's already been like it's already been a year. And then I thought about it again just a moment ago and I was like, no, it's been a long it's been a long year. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, I feel like a lot happened this year. Oh yeah. Well, cons- like what? Considering where we started in the in the studio, we Oh yeah. Whoa, almost That's ripped true. this apart. We, we moved several times yeah. with this. So I think this is our final resting place for a long time. Yeah, definitely more. It's more permanent, more permanent. I don't know. I don't know that we've been. See, the thing is, I don't know that we've been here as long as anywhere else. Well, so, but like even in here, like we've had the the, the rig a bunch of different places. Like we set it up on the bottom of my stairs. Yeah, I, I count those as different places. Yeah, we've had several, several different places. locations. My and even here is, with like the bags too. We've had like different setups in this room. True. We only true. got the couch in the last few months. Well, with this couch, for example, let's say we've been here with the couch for three months, which we probably haven't. I think we've been somewhere else for more than three months, meaning this place hasn't actually been more permanent than any other place yet. We haven't I think been here long enough. The most is probably still at the farm. Yeah. At the yeah. studio. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of miss doing it there, but but I like that it's so easy. Yeah, we take it for granted. We live here. I, I was thinking about it because we're going to the studio tomorrow for Christmas Eve. And we recorded, that's how I remembered. Oh, yeah, we recorded the listening show on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. there in the studio. We're going to go there again. It would be really cool if the studio was there. This setup was there waiting for us in the studio tomorrow. I know. Be a nice little bit to relive. Speaking of which. And I kept calling it Christmas Meve. Why? Because it's about me. Oh. Well, it's, you know what today is? Christmas you? Christmas Eve Eve. It's Eve, the Eve Eve. It's the Eve of the Eve. Mm-hmm. But you only get two Eves. You can't say Eve Eve Eve. That's annoying. If you get two, I think you can get as many as you want. You know? Technically. Technically. Yeah. But there is the a day there after is a, Christmas. It's Christmas Eve 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 Eve. Do you want me to go through all of them? Eve Eve Eve. I was gonna try make an annoying drinking noise while you went through all of them. But I lost count. But that got to fifty something. Yeah, that it was. It's a lot. It's a lot of Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve to the power of three hundred and sixty four. I think that's how power works. Yeah, you're right. To the is power like a factor of ten. At least, no power is like, like one times one. Well, t- uh, like two times itself Wouldn't times itself the power of times one. itself times itself. So it'd be uh, tomorrow, more than- <laughs> like tomorrow, three three hundred and sixty four times is what I was trying to say. I get it. Yeah, I was just I was kind of going off of the power thing. Like two to the power of I used to three stuff. is eight because it's two times two times two. Which is yes. four and eight. Yes. So it's or like times two to the power of four is sixteen, you know. Yes. And yes. and then but then furthermore, two to the power of five, thirty two. At least eight. Two to the power of six, sixty four. You know what though? I think that's technically right then. Uh Christmas Eve to the power of three sixty four because one the second power is still two because one by itself is still one and a day by itself is still a day, not... Yeah, but two days by one day is two days. So and then you have to do it every day. The power of would mean it'd be one on one and then that's two and then one on two, that's three and then one or four and then one on four, that's oh. eight. So it, 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 it's not correct. 
It's probably there is a number. Someone can find the math mathematically what day of Christmas it isn't. It's Christmas. It is finite times three hundred sixty-four. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Write that down. So happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What makes you bring up like all the different places we've recorded the show? Just like I said, just I was thinking about. I think that on the carpet is making good static and and love love. I think, oh no, I told you, it's because I was just thinking about the fact we're going to the studio and how we recorded there last year yeah. at Christmas Eve. Like, oh, it's been a year. Do you think about how many things we've talked about on the listening show? No. No? It's been there a have lot been of a things. few times where we recorded something and talked about it and later, like that same day or the next day, we're like, hey, what we talked about was like really interesting. Yeah. Like, typically, it's in one ear and out the other. Yeah. And that's not being mean. That's just how most conversations in life are, honestly. Or, yeah, entirely unmemorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the one we had, the one episode we had entirely about poop. Yeah, and the, or the one we did just an improv sketch the whole time. That was still my favorite episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I would. Do, do you want to do another one? No. Okay. Not today. Today is a ho- today is a holiday, and that is uh, Eve Eve. Santa. 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 What are, What are you going to do about Christmas when there's no gifts to give to the kids? Oh, you're improvising. I was, I was just like, what are you talking about? Oh. oh, no, Santa. Well, the problem is that all my presents are naughty, so they get no kids. <laughs> naughty Santa, you have to be well, naughty. They're, to they're like a bunch of, it's just a bunch of laundry and dildos. <laughs> I have naughty toys, so they can't go to all. That's any anti-Santa. Kids. Kind of. Anti-ta. I'm, yeah, kind of. Santa. Anti-Santa. Anti-Santa? Anti-Santa medic? That's funny. Uh, Anti-Santa Semitic. Yeah, yeah, I tried. Technically, anti-Santa is uh, (laughs) Grumpus or Krampus. Krampus is what it is. Grumpus. Where's the name Krampus come from? I don't think I've heard of Krampus. I know it's like Swedish or German German or something. And it's like, it's like, um, it's like evil Christmas Krampus. And he's like Santa, except for he only likes to like mess with people. He's like the God of mischief or whatever. Pretty sure that's Loki. Well, that's the, the that's the Norse that's god the of Norse mischief, god, right? But the Swedish god of mischief is Krampus. Well, it's not. He's not really. He's just like an extra planar entity who visits on Christmas, and and a lot of people will celebrate Krampus Day instead of Christmas, and it's just because they like Halloween and they like spooky stuff more. And like Krampus, I think you like. Like he gives lashes with like a bushel of like twigs or something, and so he, you put like out a bushel of twigs for him to lash you or something on so your it's counter. Kinky, almost. instead of cookies and cream. I don't know. It's not supposed to be a kink. It's supposed to be a hey, we offer this to you, so maybe you'll be nice to us. I don't know. I actually don't know anything. I'm telling a bunch. I'm to look into this Krampusness because it sounds like right up my ass. Yeah, they've had a lot of video games about Krampus now because they like the idea of cursed Santa. Like or evil Santa. Santa, yeah. People have done a lot of evil Santa video games, but they have not. But then some people realize, wait, there is an evil Santa, and he's Krampus, mm-hmm. and he wears like brown instead of red, and he's like all skinny. I think mm-hmm. uh, they make jokes about it in the office, the television show. That office, that off, yeah, that office is where they make jokes the about office, it. yeah, because Dwight Schrute celebrate celebrates celebrates Krampus. Celebrant. The opposite of celebrate is celebrant. The opposite of Santa is Krampus. Yeah. We got opposites for everything. Mm-hmm. We got the onfis, which is the opposite of the office. Onfis. That's where I work now. <laughs> <laughs> Krampus. Yeah. With a name like Krampus, you've got to be evil. Have no. you ever had like a really bad, like, okay, like uh, exertion cramp? I maybe. So, like, people get them, like, on the football field a lot because, like, your body just exerts so much energy for, like, three and a half hours. And so then guys, like, have to really hydrate and stretch a lot because they'll cramp. And because their muscles are so big on a football field, when that muscle cramps, then it's like you're done. It's just, like, your leg will just pull up to the back and it'll be like, yeah. I know of it, but I don't think I've experienced it. Yeah. It's not fun. When I was in football and I was I was five foot nine and all of the muscle that is now spread evenly through my body was compacted in that little tight five nine boy. And that's four inches shorter. 
but it's the same amount of muscle. And so I was like kind of beefy and I used to cramp up on the field really bad and be like, and I remember feeling so powerful and strong when you got a cramp. Oh no, I felt pain when I got a cramp, but I felt powerful and strong at that age. Oh, I felt like I could just throw like a, like a kid. They had a better BMI. The same muscle, mm-hmm. less mass in total, therefore more muscular overall. Yep. I get it. I looked Math. like Tom Holland Spider-Man, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, wait, Tom Holland Spider-Man in Homecoming, Far From Home, or No Way Home? Because he has different muscle mass. He gets bigger through the three movies. So which Probably one? closer to the third one, dude. I was pretty, like, strong. <laughs> That's funny. You know, if you could see it, if you're listening to the show, but he emoted strength in his face, and I understood. It's just like a little... F- Furrow frown, but I, I, and it's like translates to strong. This means strong. Yeah, I understood it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, I didn't look like this. I looked like that. Do you, do you know what elevator face is? Pretty this. close. Pretty close. Specific. You, you got half of it right. I, I'd call it two things. One is the purse, lips, and the frown, mm-hmm. which is typically more flat, like. Mm-hmm. I'm not emoting it really. And the other one is typically they do the eyebrows like this. So they like Brian Regan gave a good description. He said, this face means I, I acknowledge you, but I got nothing to say to you. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, people do that a lot. If you look for it. Oh, they do. It's pretty obnoxious. I was like, where is that behavior learned? Yeah, no, it's, there's a lot of mannerisms that you like. I worked at an office every day for years, and that's what everybody does. Like in in the elevator, first of all, mm-hmm. and because I refuse to do that, I just don't make faces at people. I just don't look at them. I just kind of like would look down mm-hmm. or whatever. But then the worst. This is not the worst. I actually don't mind this. People do whatever you want. But like the worst for that scenario is when someone volunteers, "How's your day going?" or something. In the elevator, because then you've made it a point already to ignore Yeah, I've them. already taken my stance, which is to ignore your existence, well, unfortunately. And obviously, you don't ignore that. You continue yeah, you to it. But then you go, oh, yeah, I'm good. How, how's your day going? You know, you talk to them and stuff, it's but it like, would have been better if you had welcomed them because they want to talk, obviously. You know? It's a lesser example of if someone's on the treadmill with headphones on. They've given at least a couple indications that they're not wanting to talk. Or in the elevator, look at the floor. It's, it's, not, it's not as open. And it's not as closed off as I'm working on something and I have my ears blocked, but it's still a sign of mm-hmm. I'm not open to conversation right now. Yeah. So that's why you can be taken as annoying. Mm-hmm. Fun elevator story. Quick one. I was in Tennessee. Yeah. It was when I went rode with your family to Florida. That's when it was. Mm. And it got, on the way or on the way back? On the way there. I think it doesn't really matter. Got an elevator I later opened up and there's a lady in there. She said something, probably something like, are you going up? And I immediately thought thinking as I was a child, oh, you have an accent. Just that you, you have said an accent. That? I said, you have an accent. And immediately that mission to the beach, she goes, you have an accent. And I was like, my world has, has gotten bigger. I was, I, I get it. That's smart. All That's right. Funny. All right. And then nothing else. I mean, she wasn't annoyed. She just was like, F you take this. Like I win. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, I talk normal. You're the one who. Has, yeah. yeah exactly. that was like, that was, yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Tennessee. All happened in the elevator really quick. You have an accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no, great. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Try to think what I would have said. That's like a tagline game. You're <laughs> you have in an, an elevator accent. and you say, you are you going up? And the person goes, you have an accent. What do you say? Like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would just do this. Like. They go, you have an accent. And I stand blankly for a second. And I push the closed door button. Now I'm staring at him. (laughs) (laughs) No. People have done a ton of different social experiments in elevators. And they all make me happy. Like they'll do ones where they will go into an elevator and they'll stand and look at the corner. Like just stare at the corner. In the corner or staring at the corner? Staring at the corner. Are they standing in the middle of the elevator? So here's here's the elevator face on. You're facing the elevator. They are looking at the corner like this. I know where they're looking, but where are they standing? In the corner. Okay, they're in the corner looking in the corner. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, and like the video footage of this, the people who would like open the elevator and see that they would like like 50%, maybe 60% would stop and go, like, wait for the other elevator. They wouldn't yeah. go in there. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, what is he doing? Yeah, knocking in there. And the other people who would, they'd come in and be like, 
Okay. And they'd like go in there and press the button and stuff. But he was on the button side too. Oh. So, no. But like on the back side of the button side. So yeah. you could easily access the buttons. But yeah, then but people just, but, kind but, of be but like. But you don't want to take a step in that direction. So the other thing you do, they did like four different things. He stood and stared at the corner. Then he stood and stared at one person like this, like mm-hmm. stood, stood at them mm-hmm. and like stared at them. And the other thing he did is he would face someone but look only away. <laughs> and there was like, and then, <laughs> so or like fun. he did one in the corner where he'd turn around and look at people too. Like he did. Variations, different places to stand, and then different places to look. It's great, yeah. And like, anyway, and then he did different levels of uh, extroversion too. I think so. Like, it's some, you know, how's it going? Like, he turns around, but he's looking at the corner. Like, there's basically just charted out a bunch of different. You got to find that fascinating to a degree that you might want to try that yourself. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I I would be curious, but I wouldn't because I've been thinking about what that person's experiencing. That is overcome by the fact that, oh, this is being done for a video and other people watch it and then, and then they then then they can be let on what's happening after the fact. Therefore, it's okay. That would mm-hmm. be fun. But I think another thing he did was he stood at the very front where the door would open, but he didn't get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh, it's go nice. ahead. And he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> what? And he'd just kind of look at him. It was funny. Another elevator story I remembered. Um, this is when pretty much right when Slender came out, that phenomenon slash game, I should say, the game came out. Came out at a very good time because two things. One, I was very skinny and tall, mm-hmm. and I was at uh, college. so You followed was, me around for a while. So I didn't know it was you. That's not important. <laughs> I couldn't see through the mask. I was dressed like slender, and I had what I thought was a clever idea. I wish I had used it more. I put speakers in my suit pockets, and I recorded the the music from the game, just the rhythmic, steady thumping. It gets progressive over eight minutes, and I played that out of my chest or so it came out of my body person mm-hmm. and then one time i had the idea i'm gonna go stay in the elevator mm-hmm. <laughs> just right in the middle face the door so it opens up and it works really <laughs> great at least once because i remember the reaction it was it's so hard to like not smile if yeah. the mask. <laughs> not that they can see it anyway we're just like i gotta like act like i can't see yeah, yeah. it's so fun anyway went up or down a floor opened up as it opened, boah, I made that noise right on time. <laughs> ah, girls screamed. They're just standing right there. And I was like, this is great. Who was screaming? Girls. It That's just, great. It just, the timing was perfect. And I was like, yes, I live for this moment. But it only worked at the time because I fit the suit. And it was everybody kind of knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. And if you didn't know what Slender was, it's still pretty unsettling. So it was mm-hmm. great. Good times. Elevator. I remember going to class and somebody, people were laughing at me and yeah. I was like, what are they, what are they laughing at? And they'd look at me <laughs> and then I realized they weren't looking at me. They were looking behind me and I'd, I'd turn around and then it was you. I didn't know it was you, but Slenderman was, Which like, was really like funny. We didn't there. know it was each other. No idea. That's no, I, funny. I had no idea it was you. I, that, I, but I thought you knew it was me. That's why you're following me. No, I picked somebody walking by cause I was standing out in like a courtyard outside. Yeah. I'm standing in one spot and I'm waiting. It was until, literally me. Yeah. I'm waiting until someone walks by because I thought after a while, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start following somebody. And when they turn around, I'll try to act like I wasn't just following. I'm uh-huh. like Slenderwood. So yeah. I hold still. And everybody else are seeing something comedic. And so I started to play into it when I when you did looked away or the person I'm following because I can't see. I'm of a white morph mask. You were like right. three feet and what by there's somebody. Um, when the person you wasn't looking, then at one or two times when I was moving, I did a comedic stalker walking yeah. really exaggerate like, just stop like this to make to make the people watching laugh yeah, they, yeah. What I they was did doing. too they were laughing yeah but i remember turning around and then you stand up straight and i was like what is this guy doing and then like only like days later did you reveal like i dressed up as slender the other day i went to class oh you followed me around you're like oh that was you or, uh, yeah that was weird that's a good story. It was great. That was what a great thing to do. And you can only really do that on Halloween. You probably get, got into yeah, trouble on any um, other day. It was um, Halloween when I dressed up and did that or the yeah. day before. So it was I think you would have gotten in trouble doing that other times, covering I your face I did get in trouble. Whatever. I was scaring. I was disturbing people. Yeah. You did get in trouble for that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What'd they say? Not in big trouble. They're like, um... You're, Who said? Uh, Security? Security head dude. Who looked like he didn't want to be there? That kind of apathetic. Uh, someone told me uh, you're disturbing people. Probably shouldn't. And I'm like, it's Halloween. I said. I think it was literally the day of Halloween. Yeah. I was like, it's Halloween. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just standing here. Yeah. Well, it's just you could be disturbing, or uh, you know, the super vague. That's when you stop press having play fun on the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I didn't get in big you trouble, but I got in trouble on. enough to where I was like, well, I can't do this next year if I want to, because they yeah. know me and they, anyway. So it was like that golden little point in time where I, or it, the, the fad was there. I had the circumstance and I was in the right place to do it. And mm-hmm. I would have so. followed the security guy after that. <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, sure, no problem, yeah, no problem. And then you just like, when I do my walk, and he, the bomb. Oh man, I think that night, because I, I just remembered a little Slender Man. I remember mm-hmm. one. It must, I must have gone trick or treating that night because I saw one kid, like le- less than half my size, dressed as Slender Man, very good, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just like. And I just, yeah, I walked around to him. He looked up at me and I just stood still. Plum, That's just great. You both were just staring at each other like, this is great. That's awesome. <laughs> I bet he was smiling big. I might have gotten a picture with him. I don't know, but he probably was. I couldn't see. That's awesome. So it was a good time, man. I, uh, that same day, I dressed up as the invisible man. How'd you do that? I, had a, <laughs> I bought a trench coat at a thrift store and then I wrapped my hands. I like put more fingerless gloves, but mm-hmm. I wrapped them in like tape underneath just like the invisible man did he covered everything but then i put fingerless gloves on top of it and then i wrapped my face in in all those cloth in the cloths and then i put a fedora on my head so my hair was completely covered and then i wore like a vest and like old-timey pants and shoes but it i literally looked like the drawings of the invisible man it looked so cool it's my favorite costume i've ever worn yeah and I Slenderman to, was my favorite costume that I did. Yeah. I felt like this yeah. is good with the times that I fit the character or whatever. And it's a mm-hmm. kind of an original idea with the music. And I yeah. just act like, I don't know. I think I was on my way to music class when I saw you and you were following me. And then I went to music class and then I went to buy that costume. And then we went to the Oak Park Mall and we all dressed up. And like I, everybody was like, that is the sickest costume ever. Invisible Man, right? I'd be like, yeah. And it, and it was cool because I was like in Barnes and Noble studying yeah. and stuff with my costume on and then we go shopping and and we actually knew like how to get behind all the stores where they would like box and load stuff uh-huh. and so we were like screwing around in the mall behind everything and and then we got chased but they couldn't they couldn't tell who i was because i was invisible Visible, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i told people i was like i got away because i was invisible two of my the other two friends got caught <laughs> they got like in trouble you should have been invisible He's like, yeah, well, you're not fast or invisible, and I'm both, so, yeah, it was fun. And then later that night, that's actually, a lot of things happened that day, because that's the same night I went trick-or-treating for the first time in my life, and because I was old, the lady, like, scolded me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've told that story on this show before, because it was on Halloween. I'm pretty sure I got scolded, but not... But not to the degree that you did. Yeah, it was was super, like, like, embarrassing. It was, like, kind of... Not abusive, but like on the edge Vitriol. of if you have kids, you are abusive to your kids. That's the kind of behavior you just exhibited kind of like it's anyway. Just unnecessarily yeah. unkind. I was excessive like excessive is the yeah. word. Excessive. No, if you're gonna behave like children, you're gonna you're gonna get candy like children. Give me your baskets. And she'd like yank it out of her hands. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, have a good night. Yeah. Screw you. And it was like, what the heck? Like good times. I just remember that. Good yeah. times. Of all like the I think that could be the top one most rudest like people I've ever encountered myself, or at least their rudeness was directed towards me. I've seen ruder people to other people, but yeah, yeah, but that's probably the top five for sure. I did work as a teller in a bank, and so I got some very rude people there too. I had an old guy swing at me when I worked at the bank. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. I used to work as a teller in a bank, and I was the front counter guy. And my coworkers, because I was the tallest and I was one of the more like confident people there, if a manager was busy or bored and people were like, I need to talk to the manager, they would be like, Zach, they, they need, can you be pretend to be the manager? Yeah. And it was all the time that happened. Zach, can you talk to these people? And I'd be like, yep, what can I do for you? You're the manager? Yep, what can I do for you? And just lie. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, they didn't give me my well, $20, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's like, okay, well, what did you withdraw? And then, you know, they'd be like, well, this. And they'd be like, well, because you're negative, that's bad. And, you know, i tell them that, what fees they'd get or whatever. Anyway, this old guy's like, why am I overdrawn? It's like, because you spent money you didn't have. And he's like, I didn't spend that money. And I was like, you didn't go to, like, Hooters or someplace like that. And he's like, oh, I did. I was like, okay, well, did you go to this place? He's like, yeah. It's like, well, then you're overdrawn. He's like, well, waive my fees. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no. no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, screw you. And I was like, that's not really appropriate behavior for a bank. And then he goes, 
And then he goes like the slowest swing I've ever seen. And he was not even close to my face. He just was like, because he's old. And I just kind of backed up. And then uh, I remember my, the manager, like the manager's boss saw, he came out and he was like, you're going to have to go. And then the guy swung at him too. And he Mm -hmm. missed, but the guy was just, shaky and old and yeah i felt kind of bad it was like man he's really upset Man, he really just wants to go hooters again i know he really wants us to waive that those fees kind of like how he waved his his hand that died that guy's probably definitely not alive still he was really old yeah i had i had a lot of old customers there and old people are the best Hmm. they're they're the best because probably they're the worst probably well maybe they're the best I, i should let you finish before i Decide why they're yeah. the best. Well, like they're the best because they know a lot of stuff and yet they're still bad. Like that's what's so cool. It kind of goes to show like, hey, you know, you can try really hard in your life, but you're just going to you're just going to be old one day. So maybe you should just have a little maybe grace. You just for get up. Yeah, no, I, I love old people. They're freaking awesome. It's like like 80 percent of them were super fun to talk to because mm-hmm. they like have cool stories and stuff and they would stay. They just stay and talk. And like at when you're working and you're just you're paid hourly, it's like heck yeah, I'll learn some cool freaking stories from these old people. Mm-hmm. And you know, twenty percent of them were the worst people, but but the other eighty percent were awesome. You can be an awesome old person for sure. Like a lot of them were, you know, there's like a several of them that are like in their nineties and they were still they looked pretty athletic for ninety. You know, they're walking around without a cane and working, all that stuff. It's like okay, awesome. It made uh, working with them made me less trepidatious about aging. It's like, oh, you could be fine for a long time, yeah, and then you'll just die, you know. Finally, do you finally, have, yeah. Do you have an elevator story? An elevator story? Yeah, I happen to have two elevator stories. So like, maybe you, you have, told them, right? Yeah, I just realized maybe you have some kind of. Oh, one time. Uh, one time I don't want to say I got trapped in the elevator, but it didn't make it all the way. Nice. And so I, um, it was like stuck to where like it was halfway visible. Like you see in the movies where it was like yep. halfway there, but stuck. Yep. And I've only ever seen the movies where people tried to climb out <laughs> and then they got cut in half because the elevator <laughs> dropped really fast. And so people were like, let's climb up. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> and then one guy climbed up and got out, but I was like, do not do that. Like, it's just just it don't even it. risk it you yeah. know it's if it does go down you get pinched then you're just you're gonna be half of a person and so <laughs> i waited and then they were like okay you can climb out and it was the fireman and so i got out yeah i don't remember where that was now i feel like it was or how old you were roughly i'm guessing you were i was old enough i was like 18 but i don't okay. remember that's funny i wish i could remember where it was there was one time it might have been chicago it might have been when we went to willis tower by the way, you said a couple times when you say we, you don't mean you and I, you mean you and some other people. Yeah, me, yeah. Um, one time the elevator stopped at the floor and I was going to walk out and I realized as I walked out, I was like, whoa, the elevator was separated from the step of the floor by like at least a couple inches. So you could you look straight down, you can see the shaft between the elevator. I was like, what the heck? And I just kept walking. I was like, that was weird. Mm-hmm. But if I had seen it before I stepped, I might have taken just a moment to go, whoa. But it was mid steps. So that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Less interesting story. But you said that, and if I'd probably feel like you too, if it didn't stop on quite the right floor, I'd be like, uh, I'm just not going to get out because I don't know if it's going to yeah. just, just drop now and then cut me. Well, they half. said it's secure. We locked it yeah. and climb out. Yeah, that, 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 like, that's okay. Like, right, let right. someone with authority tell me when to get out. Right. I'm just going to wait. I don't. I would rather stay in here and get my legs broken because it drops than to get cut in half. You know. Oh, yeah, I take broken legs or like. Like I'll take dead in an elevator shaft rather than cut in half in an right. elevator shaft. Plus, you know, I feel like there's going to be some dumb like warranty thing. Warranty? Where, well, like if I, for instance, tried to climb out and the elevator drops and I get like cut in half and my legs cut off, then they're going to be like, well, you climbed out, you know? You and mean liability? Sure. Yeah, yeah. But then. Warranty. Uh, I just thought that was funny. But you don't. When if I could just stay in the elevator and get my legs broken, then they'd be like, well, you did what you were supposed to do and that it failed you. So we can, we're going to, you can sue us and get money. Yeah. <laughs> they show the security footage of Dr. The Fact and you're in the elevator. It's like not quite in the right floor. So you're just in the elevator. 
You're just like jumping and stomping on the elevator, trying to make it go down. (laughs) (laughs) And you go, I didn't get out of the elevator. It's the elevator's fault. It was defective. Yeah. It doesn't say no jumping. It doesn't say that. Ain't ain't nothing in the rules about jumping in an elevator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I like doing the, the urban exploring stuff where you go to like city warehouses and stuff in the city and you just like climb tall buildings and go to the roof of tall buildings and stuff. Roofs of buildings fascinate me. They're cool, man. Sometimes There's, they put like pebbles on them. Pebbles? Yeah, they sometimes fill roofs with pebbles. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's weird. Like when I lived in apartments and stuff, if you go to the top of the parking garage, you can see the roof of the apartments and sometimes roofs of neighboring buildings that you could totally make it to. There's nothing to stop you. And I've always wanted to. Yeah. No reason. Probably it's that childlike thing where it's like, hey, that's off limits or no one's Jungle been gym. there. Yeah. I'm going to go explore it. I've done that. Never a lot. done it. I've wanted to, you know, um, I think town center plaza is one of those places with a parking garage to where you could totally get on these roofs of these buildings just because, and mm-hmm. maybe you get in a little bit of trouble if you got caught. Yeah. So why not? But I've never done it. I used to always climb, wanted to. Yeah. It's fun. I used to do urban, urban exploring. Like I'd go to the plaza, like Kansas city plaza and I would climb up like the, where the bell tower is and stuff. And we would, I literally hug the bell at one point. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't allowed, but sweet bell. No hugging the bell. That one is a rule. Yeah, well, they say you can ring it, but don't hug it. There's no rule about jumping in elevators. But yeah, the, but hugging the bell. Pretty sure hugging is not in the bell manual, so probably better not. No, but then we we'd like parkour from roof to roof and climb up ladders and stuff. And sometimes there weren't ladders. Like on the bell tower, there's not ladders. There's just those cool artistic ledges that are made of concrete, and you yeah. can just climb up. Yeah. And there, and it's not hard. Mm-hmm. It is if you're not like if I was super fat and dumb, but I'm not. I'm smart and skinny, so I could do it. Oh, they're gonna say if I was it'd be hard if you were if I was fat and dumb, but I'm not. I'm skinny and dumb. So, <laughs> 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 that's probably better. That's more accurate. Too. That's funny. I was. I yeah. I, I that would have been funny. I yeah. It's fun doing that urban exploring stuff. My favorite places. In like cities, I don't like the city, right? Yeah. But I freaking love speakeasies. What speakeasies? What's speakeasy? It's like a place that's like a bar type place underground where you can speak easily. <laughs> they call it speakeasy because it's a place where you can have secret conversations. So it's not a name of a place; it's a name of a type of a place. Yeah. Like a yeah. okay, so like a bar or a jungle gym, like it's a. Not a place, it's an name. It's usually bars or or clubs of some kind. So a speakeasy is an underground bar? Yeah, basically. Or just an underground lounge. It can be a lounge too. But it has to be underground. It has to be hidden. Hmm. But I think almost, I think they're all underground. That's interesting. I was at one once before. Yeah. can't remember why I picked it. I picked it for a a mini-meet in Colorado. And it was weird because what was so strange about it is the entrance was... um, what was so strange about it? Well, first of all, there's a doorway in the ground. There's a few steps and you're in the ground. Mm-hmm. So, but the, what was weird about it is this entrance was like in the middle of the street. So you have two lanes this way, two lanes and parking, and it's in the middle, like in the median, in a hole. I'm like, dude, this is like under the middle of the street. That's awesome. It's not like in a building and you go to a door and you're in the basement. It's, it's underground under the street. Like, yeah. this is crazy. That's awesome. It was cool. Um, How do you know it was a speakeasy though? If you don't know, I what don't know. It was is. called a speakeasy. I'm just saying, oh, okay. based on your description of underground un- underground bar, that's what it was. It's awesome. It was really cool. It was called something with the rabbit. I think it was called the rabbit hole. My favorite bar I've ever went to is a speakeasy that is underground and they, it's only lit by candles. So literally, it's like just super dark. And I was going like to say very cool. When you said candles. I don't know how it was lit, but it was dark and red, but not like uh-huh. comic. Or movie red, just like glowy little orange and reddish. Like it was just dark. Like movie theater red. Like like cozy uh, underground. Blood. Yeah. Kind of. Like anyway. blood in the fire red. Well, it was neat. Beautiful. I haven't been to many bars. Really? No. What do you mean really? Of course not. In fact, I feel like. Now that I think about it, I've only been to like maybe two or three bars. That one, uh, there's one here in Town Center Plaza that I noticed one day, and I was like, oh, it's a bar. Oh, I'll just check it out. It's cool. Yeah. Really small. 
Waiter was, dude was nice. Bartender, that's what he's called. And then I'm, if I've been to anything else, I don't remember. I don't go to bars. You've been to like bars, I guess. I, I just, oh, I was on a business trip in New York and they sent us to meet at a bar. I remember that one too. Cool. So it was interesting. I think I've been to most bars in this, this area, Kansas City suburb type area, Kansas City, Missouri area. How once. many would? How many would that be? That's got to be a oh, lot. It's like pro- it's over twenty. That's crazy. But here's the thing: is that I like usually, like when I've gone to any of the weird ones, I've gone to like six of the weird ones because I went bar hopping, and it's always different ones. And I know that there's like hundreds of bars here, so I've missed so many. But I've been to a lot too. It's where you say bar hopping. I when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. And then I realized, wait, why is that a thing? Who does that? So people do that. Change the scenery. Is it let's stop talking and sitting in this place and let's change it up. Let's go sit and talk somewhere else. It's a, it's a That's chance all to it sober is, right? up too. It's like let's walk over there so you're processing some alcohol and you walk to hmm. another bar and you enjoy that bar. That sounds like fun. People. It is Although, fun. Although I bet that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> I feel like I'm too old for that. I don't, no. know if I don't know if that's true. No way. But it feels like something you would do as a, as a younger person, like 21 to 28 most people know. who bar hop are your age or older well that doesn't mean because they're the lot. ones who can afford it <laughs> <laughs> kids do it sometimes last time i went bar hopping i went to like four bars and i didn't pay for a single drink good and i have i still don't know how that what happened. a lady that's, that's never happened to me before and it was girls who bought every one of them Every one of them. Girls you were back. you were more of a lady than they were. I I know. I was like, boy, it sure is twenty twenty one. Boy, I sure aren't one. Yeah, I sure aren't one. I get it because yeah, boy, stupid. The first one we went to, I went with my friends, and they're like, "I'll get the first one." I was like, "I'll get the second one." And then they're like, "I'm done at this place." Let's leave. And then they went to another place, and they're like, "I'm not going to drink anymore." I was like, "You don't want me to get you some?" No, I, I'm good. Okay. And then these other girls were like, Hey, let me get you a drink. And I was like, okay. And then the last bar I went to another, like these, like, I don't know, forties, something like moms, but they were like cute. They were all dolled up for like a night out. I was like talking to them because my friends went to go talk to some other friends there. I was just standing there. And so like these ladies, I was just like goofing off and making them laugh and stuff. And they're like, we're getting you a drink. And they got me like three drinks. I was like, man, this is sick. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool. I guess I had to perform, but <laughs> I had to uh, wear my red dress and I got some free drinks. I was not dressed nicely that night. Good. I was dressed in like a bad sweater <laughs> and like another sweater underneath that. And they did not match. Like I had one was a V-neck and one was like a collar, like a round collar. Yeah. And then uh, they were, they just weren't conducive and everybody made fun of me. And one of those ladies is like, this is not a good look. And she took my shirt off. The top one. And then the bottom one was just a t-shirt. And I remember thinking, that's not appropriate, but I got free drinks and I wasn't, I'm not upset by it. I also agree that it looked stupid. (laughs) You may be right, but uh, mine. Yeah. And then I tried to tie like the sweater around my waist and then another girl like took it and she goes, don't do that. And she just wore my shirt for the night. (sighs) Yep. Girls tell you what to do at bars. They also just take your clothes. Yeah. Well, she, yeah, like she. She's like, I'm going to take that off. I was like, okay, if you want, kind of thing. So it wasn't like she just did it. Mm-hmm. She didn't come up and just. But, but yeah. Bars are really fun because people behave like they should. Which is sociable? Well, no. Okay. Here, let, me, let me amend that statement. Many people behave more like they should. Many behave like they shouldn't in that way. But it's like. I don't know. People are like super reserved all the time. And there's like so many social norms that people don't want to break. And bars are the place where you break them. Like I get it. And so it's like, Oh, this is how normal people act with each other in public. That's cool. That makes you want to go to a bar because you said that I have a very small example of that. So I was at a meeting with people. um, And we're all standing around outside and the, guy heading it is talking blah blah blah, informing all of us and blah 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 and you guys blah 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 oh sorry i mean guys and girls he he wasn't he he, i don't know if he wasn't like oh i should have said he just 
kind of like casually. I mean, guys and girls. Uh, guys and girls did a, like he didn't need to correct himself. He just decided he was going. And then this girl. Uh, and the crowd goes, you said what you said. <laughs> and then we all laughed really hard. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because she was obviously joking. Yeah, and yeah. like, this is what normal people are like. Yeah. Um, so that felt really good. I was like, this is real life is way better than the Internet most often. Yeah. So anyway, I was just like, oh, yes, sir. It's really refreshing. This is why people like each other. It's it, Here'd be the one thing that would make bars awesome if if like 60% of the people weren't just horny, like, cause like a lot of bars you go to, everybody's just like sexually like posturing the whole time. And so they're all like, yeah. So then this is like, Oh, <laughs> like it's like lots of fake laughs and stuff, but you can tell when people are just being genuinely just fun and sincere and it's not about banging. Mm. And that's when it's fun. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't just, because that is also part of the good part about it. Like, if it's welcome, <laughs> it's fun. But, like, there there's should a be lot a, of there, the ha-ha arm touching and that kind of, you know, flirty there stuff. There should be a bang bar and there should be a bro bar, whatever you there want to are. call them. I mean, I mean well. yeah, no, they're, they're legit. I just mean, like, when you're bar hopping, you don't know what kind of bars you're going to yeah. go to. And most bars when you're bar hopping are, like, horny bars. They're not real. Like, nobody's misbehaving promiscuously there. Yeah, but it's, than, it's why they're there. It's like the right. agenda the agenda going in, and, and I get that. Right. And a lot of it, like, for instance, Ouch. one of the guys that I ended up talking to at one of the bars, like, owns a restaurant uh, chain in this area, like a nice one. And I remember, I can't remember the name of it, but I remember I've been like, I've eaten there. It's very nice. And, uh, and like, it was weird because I was talking to him like we were buddies in a scenario where we would never, ever be buddies. Mm -hmm. Like, cause he's like, you know, 45 something guy. And I, you know, worked, you know, in a completely different field. I'm a completely different age race, you know, like everything was different. And we mm -hmm. just were like, just growing up. It was awesome. We were just like hanging out and yeah. moved around for a little bit. The closest example or experience I have of that is when I lived in a neighborhood <clears throat> at the house one evening, my neighbor, who I was kind of acquainted with, said, hey, the neighborhood's getting together, and one of the neighbors is having a whiskey tasting or something. He's got all kinds of whiskeys. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to go down there and drink those. I was like, and at this point, I had alcohol. I was like, all right, sure. So I went there, and normally, and I've, I've been around neighborhood parties there, had no interest. This one was just small enough, but pretty well. It's like 50 people. Wow. Still a lot of people. Uh, counting kids, though, so mm -hmm. you know, it's it's you know yeah, it's yeah. family friendly atmosphere out on the street. Anyway, that was fun. I just was just just talking to like this you guy. Know, I don't know anything about you, but it's just easy to talk to you about whatever. And then you're just t talking to me about all your, what you're doing. And then there's a stranger you're showing me his car. I was like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. That's the closest experience I've had. Mm -hmm. eh. I, I yeah I. I've never had an interest in going to a bar. I, mean, I know you've gone to several, and I would think that if you go there with people like you did, that would be a better reason to want to go. But I, going by yourself with your agenda of banging, I just, I just can't imagine ever doing that. I find it yeah. super unappealing. Going there just to bro it up by yourself, less unappealing, but still I have no desire to do it. Going with a friend like yourself... Or people to bro it up less unappealing, but still ultimately yeah. unappealing to me. Well, the, it's what's important to know about bars and going to bars is that there's such a wide variety that there's been ones I've gone to. Where I've had a terrible time beginning to end and there was no redeeming qualities to it. It's like everybody here sucks and the drinks suck and the music sucks and the atmosphere sucks and yeah. nothing is fun about this. It's crowded mm. and dumb. Um, And then there's been, Bars that are the exact opposite. Like the one I'm thinking of, there was one bar that I really enjoyed myself at. I would have enjoyed myself more if I had a date or friends that I was like talking to because I was not active. I wasn't wearing nice clothes, so I wasn't out there talking to people. But I did have the most fun there because like you could tell this was the bar that you went to if you wanted to drink, but mostly you wanted to just talk to strangers. Mm -hmm. So people were going table to table and just like hanging out and talking. And it was just really like I just sat there watching for a while and I know that looked probably lame, but it was just like, yeah, this is cool. I mean, it's just watching people be humans. Yeah. And, and you know, you kind of have to take the good with the bad. Um, 
you know, the bad is obviously that if you're not used to talking to strangers, it could be a little awkward or stressful. But um, if you could just let, drink a little bit, then your inhibit inhibitions go away a little bit. So <laughs> it's like, all right, this is a good way to practice talking to strangers. And like there was one gal that I talked to and I had said something in French and she was like with her husband or whatever. But she's like flirting and like, like talking to everybody like the husband was too. They both were kind of just there to socialize and like I'm sure they're, you know, that's whatever they're, I don't know what their thing was, but like I said something and then she said something and then I remember saying, oh, you speak French or something. And then I, I said something in Spanish as a joke. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, adios, you speak French. <laughs> and yeah. then she, you know, she laughed and stuff and we talked about that and like about how, what language I would learn if I could. And I was like, oh, easy sign language. And we, anyway, just, it was, it was interesting how quickly the conversations jumped. Cause I was talking to my friend one second and two seconds later, I'm in the middle of a conversation about sign language with a stranger. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, I don't know if you can keep up, if you're like ready to have like a, you know, a taxing night, but have fun. then it's great. Yeah. That probably works better for an extrovert. Yeah. I, I think I'm not really an extrovert anymore. I think I'm an ambivert. I think that's what I am. I definitely have my time when I enjoy people and then I have my time. Like I'm just done with them. That's everybody. Well, yeah, but it's about percentage of which way do you charge by being alone or with others? And you would say you're 50, 50, right? Which is possible because the numbers got to go somewhere. They got to fall one side of the fence to the other. I just hate that answer, but there are areas in my life where I'm definitely split centered, centered down the middle. Yeah. I did not used to be. I used to be like 100% extrovert, not yeah. not even close. And I think it's darn close to fit because like I can go in public now and not at all be charged by it. I just I'm like, I got to go home. <laughs> I'm too tired to be with all these people. And and then there are times when I'm at home, I'm like, I got to see people. It, I don't know. It's, and it's about half the time. If there was, bar, so here's what I think would be cool. When you talked about like your biker bar idea, like where you, you got to have a cafe type of shop place. People have those. And it's like you can build a culture with whatever bar you have. And so if you find a bar with a cool culture and it's just like very, you know, fun, then it's fun. If you don't, then well it's said. not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just trying to nail the point home that it, you, it's not wise to just go try out bars because it, it's not going to be a very good representation of the experience you can have at a bar it's very determined by where you go and who's there at that time yeah the company i'm sure is a big factor yeah and the strangers who are there like if i don't know like if you go to expensive bar like a really expensive bar probably you're going to just be at your own table not talking to strangers but if you go to like a higher end bar that's when you're going to get the cool people what's the difference between expensive and higher end they sound the same to me like a rich person bar. That's expensive. Right. But what's high end? High end is higher end is like, like you're just not smoking allowed inside. And then it's like got modern accoutrements and, and the bar is modern and it's um, like, I'm not Maybe talking modern about the right word. Modern is probably because there's retro bars and those are, those can be fun, but mostly those are trashy. Yeah. I would imagine that, but mostly, I don't know that. but they can be really fun depending on who's there. Like if the trashy people are good people, then it's like, this is great. <laughs> I've had really fun at a lot of fun of re- those retro bike or biker bar type places. But, but my, the ones I've had the funnest, pl- the funnest time at are like the hipster bars, like the ones where there's either cool music playing or, or interesting like seating. A lot of bars have really weird seating now. It's really great. Like we went to one bar that's literally like all the like tables are completely not the same kind of table. Like they're all different heights and styles and the chairs are just whatever chairs they could find. Like they have like cloth armchairs that are old mm-hmm. and some of them that are like worn out and stuff. And then they've got just blankets covering different things. It's very just, it's like someone's living room. Yeah. But it was cool. I was like, this is sweet. And it's a restaurant. And they gave me like a salad. They gave me like a salad? Yeah. I went to a restaurant that was like that. And not probably not to the degree that yours was, but it, there were several rooms, which was what's interesting about it. I don't know if this was intentional or it was just overflow because they were packed, but there were several rooms huh. that people were sitting in. You know how a restaurant will have like a divided VIP-ish area? It was kind of like that, but just different areas 
mm-hmm. with different kinds of seating and just it was like this is great. It's kind of like a big house almost. Mm-hmm. Like I like. Have you this. ever been to a restaurant house that's literally just a house, but there was a restaurant I've that seen operates them. There? I've been in one that was a shop, like a store, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've been into a restaurant house. There's one in Colorado that they do omelets, and it's literally just out of a house. Awesome. But like we walk in the entryway, and there's a counter there where you order your food. Mm-hmm. And then there's like oh, stairs. Oh, I have actually. I remember I have been in one. It was in Tennessee. It was very old. It was a Gatlinburg. Huh. And uh, it was really old. That house is probably at least 100 years old. Like, this is a house. This uh-huh. is an old house. Uh-huh. And they and there's kind of like how I said there's different rooms. Literally different rooms. Uh-huh. I, I sat like in a half, uh, lo- what do you call that? Loft. Like in a loft with room for like four people. Uh-huh. And I sat there. And I'm like, this is crazy. It's fun. Fun, yeah. Yeah, and th- that was such a good omelet. And like <laughs> there would be like three tables in like the di- like the dining room area, but it was like a small house. And so it was like dining room. And then there was like a living room in this room where there's like a hallway. And so you walk to the hallway and then there's more tables there. And then you could go upstairs to the upstairs and you could tell that it used to be carpeted, but they had ripped the carpet out and they just had like tables in the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just cool. I was like, interesting. And it's in Colorado. <laughs> what? Okay. Are we done? Uh, sure. <laughs> 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 he motioned to just push the st- and the, hit the record button. Just push the button. <laughs> That'd be so sad. I, mean, I should have so done it. Be, you should have. People were like, wow, what happened? It sounds like they had a... Because without any context and just hearing it, it sounds like something went wrong between us. Or like there was some... like I don't know. Oh, yeah. Are we done? I mean, sure, if you want. <laughs> it's like, um, okay. Yeah. Well, we okay. talked about nothing important today, but that's good. Do you want to say anything? No, because you're going to interrupt me. Just end it. No, I won't. No, I, I got nothing. I won't interrupt you. In fact, I refuse to end it in the next 15 seconds, and I'm also not going to say anything. So you have to say something to fill the air. Nope. Why don't you just interrupt yourself? Yeah. <laughs>